if you know he's good, give him a Psalm 150 praise and praise him according to his excellent greatness. Somebody praise him for his mighty acts tonight. Yeah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, one songwriter wrote a song that said, Oh, Lord, we're calling you, show yourself strong. And he'd been showing himself strong to anybody this week. My God. My God, I'm so excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Remain standing, if you would, as we prepare for the word of the Lord tonight in this house. It is a privilege to have our guests that are with us in the house of the Lord tonight. Would you help me one time, church? Put your hands together really good in this place and welcome all of our guests that are here with us tonight. We are so grateful that you are joining us for our midweek worship. And uh, we're so thankful to have you in the house of the Lord. It is such a privilege and an honor tonight to have a dear friend of this church with us tonight from all over the country. It is so good to have evangelist John Willis in the building with us tonight. Oh, come on. Let's give him a great big welcome home. Let's give him a great big welcome home hand clap tonight. Amen. This is a, an incredible man that we love very dearly in this church. And uh, God has used him in a very unique way in this house. And uh, he knows that this is home away from home. And uh, the only disappointment is that his entire family isn't with him. But we are so grateful that the, the wind of God blew him down into South Florida. I don't believe he's here by accident tonight. How many of you came hungry for God to do something in your spirit? How many of you came needing God to talk to you, to do something in your mind? One more time as he comes, would you put your hands together and let's give God a praise as Brother Willis comes to obey the Lord in this house tonight. Come on, let's do it under the Lord tonight. Do it high and lift it up tonight. Come on, how many are willing to shake off what's going on in the world right now and lift up Jesus with all your heart, soul, and mind? Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. This is what I say. No fear. It stopped at the doors of the house of God. So how many believe in no fear? If you are a no fear believer, you ought to dance before the Lord where you are at in the Holy Ghost right now. And tell the powers of the world, I refuse to live by fear. I refuse to let Oh, I wish somebody helped me a little bit tonight. It's time. It's time to let the enemies of the world, let them understand where you are at right now. I 
I'm with God right now. I'm in the house of the Lord right now. I will not back up. I will not walk back. I will not be pressed into a corner. I will press forward. I will move forward. I will respond according to the things of God right now. I will not be locked down. I will not be pushed down. I will not be rolled over. I will not be put in a corner. I, thought, I wish the apostolic church believed me right now. We cannot afford to let the fear come into God's house. We've got to let the world know this is our This is our hour. This is our hour. This is our hour. This is our moment in time. This is not a time I do not believe where God is not going to show himself. I believe the Lord is going to show himself in such a time as this. And so I have walked through Walmart. I was in Walmart preaching in Tampa. I had to go to Walmart. I walked in Walmart. And I sat and I had to stand in my little blue marker six feet away. And as I was watching others and moving around Walmart, all I could see was fear. All I could see was the damage of the mental brain power that the enemy began to lock down everybody around. And I said, I refuse to let that spirit get on me at this moment. It's time for the church to learn I've got a sound mind. I am led by the power of God. I refuse to let that spirit get on me. What you do right now will seem foolish to the world. That's why the Bible says that the wisdom of the world is foolishness. Hear me. What we do, what we preach is foolishness to the world. But guess what? The natural man cannot understand the things of the Spirit and what God is doing right now. I refuse to be led by worldly wisdom. I'm stepping into godly wisdom. Godly, godly power. Godly strength. Godly empowerment right now. Rock church, don't stop being the rock church. It's good to be back home. It is not by coincidence that I'm in Florida right now. I planned on coming being with another pastor and their family, helping their church. 
And then during all this breakout that happened, I uh, had a cancellation. My, one of my flights got canceled. And then me and my wife began to talk and communicate. So, baby, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'll ever get home right now. <laughs> But I felt impressed from the Lord that it's, it's not by coincidence that I've come back to the place where God had positioned me in my connection with Florida. Incredible things happened. This has been four years ago when these things begin to unfold in Florida. Florida, it could be very possible to be the, 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 the seedbed of end-time revival. Because you're not afraid of the world, church. You're not afraid of what the enemy's going to try to do to you. And it's going to take that kind of believers that have made up their mind. I'm not locked up by tradition. I'm not locked up by the influence of the world. Oh, come on, somebody. It's time to believe right now the power that could happen right now. If we just believe in the connectivity of the Spirit of God right now. And so my wife said, stay in Florida. I guess I'm going to have to come to Fort Myers then. But I honor your pastor. I'm here to lift his hands. I'm here to lift this man's hands, his family. I've come to preach, and I ain't going to stop preaching. And I've come to believe God for the greatest outpouring of revival we have ever seen in our day. Those that are listening online, it's time to believe in a great outpouring in your household. Oh, you need to hear me. You may be across the continent right now. You can have a great outpouring in your house. But more importantly, I'm glad that everybody that's able to be here tonight and God has given the liberty to the state of Florida to have their churches open right now, so I would be a church if I could be. We appreciate the tools that God has given us to get this gospel to everywhere else, but nothing will ever replace the house of God. I'm just going to say that right up. Nothing will replace this atmosphere. So Rock Church, guess what? We might as well be who we are. I don't care if we're online or not. You may be segregated in six feet measures right now, but that's my six feet. And that, oh, come on, sister. It's time to say that's my six feet. That's going to be my circle of influence right now. I feel a word of the Lord tonight in Romans chapter 13, if you have your Bibles. We start reading out of verse number 11 through verse number 14, and then we're going to read out of Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 19. But I'm glad to be back home. Your pastor rebuked me when he found out that my family moved to San Diego. 
And I got a rebuke from your pastor, kindly rebuke. He said, what are you doing? The will of God is for you to be here. I'm here. <laughs> During the greatest event in the history of mankind, I'm in Florida. How are you doing? So let's have revival. Let me just ask the heartbeat of this church. How many are you willing to sacrifice revival in the midst of the greatest thing in history? Well, I'll get a few of you more yet when time is up. Praise God. Let's lift our hands before we read. Heavenly Father, I don't want to be led by enticing words of man's wisdom. I want to be led by revelation, by the Spirit of God, and by your holy word. <laughs> Praise God. Romans chapter 13, verse number 11. And that knowing the time, that now is the high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day. Not in rioting and drunkenness. Not in chambering and wantonness not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. It's time to put on the whole armor of Jesus Christ that we will walk without fear, we will walk with a sound mind, and most important, we're gonna walk with the power of the Holy Ghost wherever God takes us right now. Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse 19, the great temptations which thine eyes saw, and the signs and the wonders, the mighty hand and the stretched out arm whereby the Lord Thy God brought thee out. So shall the Lord thy God do unto all the people of whom thou art afraid. It's time to believe in the purpose of the end time church. God has positioned the church to never be normal again. But God has positioned the church to operate at a level that's going to blow the mind of the world right now. So if I were you, I'd lift my hands right now. I'd call after Jesus right now and say, Lord, let my mind have the mind of the Spirit right now. Have the mind of the God of heaven right now. That I have the mind of Jesus Christ right now. If you believe that, you ought to clap your hands unto the Lord right now. Now, I know you can't high-five somebody, but do a six-foot high-five to somebody. 
Now, there's no noise. I think you ought to make a little noise with that. Praise God. You may be seated. Appreciate it, men. Ministry team. Great church. I love this church. I'm glad that this is a family of mine in my life. And my family wishes they were here. They're a little jealous that I'm here and they're home. The boys are working. Good thing they're working. Amen. Love my wife. She's the greatest thing ever happened in my life outside of Jesus Christ. And uh, she gives you her love tonight. But I'm going to talk tonight, if you allow me for a few minutes, on the great wonder of it all. The great wonder of it all. For, uh, Second Thessalonians tells this. He says, now we beseech you, brethren, that by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by the spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as the day of Christ is at hand. It is not uh, what we are dealing with in our world. It is not because God's hand isn't in it. I believe all things are done by the hand of God. The Bible says that God created good and evil and God by those things he uses his means to find a way that people would learn how to call upon God. And whether good or bad, God's going to use it so you'll learn how to lift your hands and learn how to call upon God in this time. And so it is not time to be shaking in your mind right now, even though you feel like shaking in your mind right now. It's not a time to be troubled right now even though there's trouble on every side right now but there is a supernatural move of God that is happening right now. It ain't time to sit back and worry about your tomorrow, but be, amen, excited about what God is doing today. And today is the day of salvation. If you're at home and you're not saved, I'd make up my mind, I'm going to the house of God. I'm going to go find a preacher. I'm going to find somebody to save with me what must I do to be saved right now it is not time to back up and be uh, uh, led by troubling times even though it's easy to fall into that trap I don't think there's not a single person uh, that's online or that's here in this building uh, that has not dealt with this troubling spirit and troubling times uh, it has caused a lot of us uh, hopefully to fall on our knees and seek the hand of God and so uh, uh, and so thank God he brought it so you seek God more Come on, if we want to be honest, our homes have got a little too comfortable. Our churches have become a little too normal. We become too average. We got good music. We got good preaching. But we need demonstration and power to come out of music and come out of preaching and come out of teaching and come out of the things of God. It's time to believe who we are in the apostolic church. We are truly the light of the world. 
It's time to let it shine so the world can know where there is hope. And so we find here that the plagues that was brought upon Egypt, that this judgment of God that came forth, it was a time the world had never seen before. It was a time that God was using this purpose of the plagues to come to the world, that he was doing something so divine that the whole world would know what side is on God's side. So I'm here today to tell you this plague or virus, whatever we want to call it, God is using it to, to, to decide between those are going to be on the Lord's side or you're going to be on the opposite side of the Lord's side. There will only be two sides of this coin. You can't choose in the middle. You can't choose to go three separate ways, but there will be a choice that's needing to be made right now. And I don't know about you, me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And so while God came to Egypt and came to Pharaoh to wake them up, to get them to realize the power of God, we find here the word of God that when they first visited Egypt and came to Pharaoh, the Bible says that they threw their rod down and the magicians also threw their rods down. But there was a deciding factor among both powers, the magicianal power of the world and God's omnipotent power that we've seen where the Bible says you may turn your rod into a serpent, but my God knows how to swallow up what you throw. That's why there's something about the power of Jesus Christ. He will swallow up everything the world throws at you right now. And so in being swallowed up, it began to set a stage of the next few events where God was going in trying to deliver his people out of the hand of Egypt, the type of the world. The blood plague came next. We find there that through the rod of God that the water was turned into blood everywhere in Egypt. But the Bible also says that these same magicians also had the ability through their enchantments to turn their water into blood as well. And then comes the plague of frogs. Again, the rod of God letting frogs come. And we find here the Bible says that even the magicians had the ability to let frogs loose in the land as well. But here comes lice. This is something all of a sudden God begins to turn the corner in the eye 
beast of the world. Here comes the rod of God. Here comes the lice. And all of a sudden the Bible says, whoa, this must be the finger of God somewhere here because we can do lice like everybody else is doing. Something is changing. I'm here today to tell you there's something changing in the power of the church of the living God. Do not sit back and let the powers be try to entice you into believing they have all power. They found here that they could not do the plague of lice and God used lice. And so we find here all of a sudden God now does something that was another level of a plague that came. He brought the flies and through the flies we see here where there is a definite separation. The Bible says that separation begins at this moment of the flies. He said, I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, which my people dwell, and no swarms of flies shall be there. To the end that thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth right now. God is separating the people of the land of Goshen with the people of the land of Egypt of the world. The enemy does not want you to get a revelation of the empowerment of our Savior, Jesus Christ, right now. But somebody right now, you need to take your six-foot circle and let the enemy know, I'm on, I'm in the land of Goshen. Oh, separation begins to happen. The plagues are still coming. They're coming, but I'm letting them know who is the Lord. I will put divisions between my people and thy people. The enemy right now, you need to understand something. God will let the world know there will be a difference between those in the church and those outside the church. There will be a divine difference in this hour. So you let this virus come. You I know that's probably not popular. You let it come. You let God use this right now. Why? God is setting a difference between the world and the church world. He said, tomorrow shall this sign be on the cattle you'll find that God begins to separate between the cattle of Egypt and the cattle of Israel 
the cattle of Israel will not deal with the moraine that hits that cattle. The cattle of Egypt will begin to be affected by this. And so you'll find here that when the boils came and the sores begin to come, it began to hit all the world. But we find here that it also fell upon these mighty great men of the world, these magicians that were able to use their power. The sores begin to affect their body in the middle of this plague. You need to let the chips fall where they may in the middle of this because God is testing you. Are you going to be shaken or are you going to rise up and let the enemy, God, are you going to rise up right now and let the world know I'm still here. I So we find here the sores and the boils begin to hit the magicians and we find that hail comes. But the land of Goshen had no hail. But anyone that feared, the Bible says this, that anybody that was in Egypt that had feared the word of the Lord, that they would bring their cattle home and not stay out there. God is using this to reach a world. That's all they've ever known. That's all the thing they ever needed. I'm telling right now. You've got to be the church. You're the only hope for them. If they see the fear of God in you, they'll say, my God, I want to serve that kind of God. Well, you let God separate this thing. You let God bring divine judgment and separate what needs to be separated. you got to make up in your mind, I'm on this side of Calvary. I'm on this side of truth. I'm on this side of no fear. Fearless. Walking in the fear of the Lord. Oh, somebody needs to lift your hands right now. You ought to clap your hands high unto the Lord right now. Come on, lift your voice. What are you doing by lifting your voice? You're choosing to fear the word of the Lord. Let God bring the world to the church right now. Uh, And you'll find that here God begins to use the plagues of locusts. And Locust's number one job was he was destroying the food supply around the world. Oh, I'm telling you right now, do we have any Elijahs around here? Well, you may not have food at your home, but God would send ravens to you and go, oh, hear me right now. We got to believe in this kind of supernatural events that God's going to use for this hour. And if you can only have McDonald's, you pray somebody drops off McDonald's at your doorstep. You need to pray for a supernatural separation between the world and you. And then comes darkness. The Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand toward the heavens. 
that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. So much darkness, the Bible says, that it could be felt. They could feel the darkness around them. The darkness that was so dark that it lasted for three days in Egypt that they could feel it. They couldn't see one another. It was so dark. They couldn't even light a candle in their own home in the midst of that darkness because it was so dark. They could not see beyond their natural eye right now. But the Bible says, but those homes that were in Goshen, their light will stay on in the home of those in Goshen right now. I'm telling you right now, don't you walk around in fear any longer. Make up in your mind, I'm part of the children of God. I made up my mind. My light's on. My light's on. Heaven is still working. God's still moving. God's still stirring right now. Come on. I'm telling you. If you sit there and digest everything the world is saying, they can't see beyond their own eyes the kind of darkness that's spewing out of the media and out of social media. But you want to make up in your mind, I'm going where somebody's going to preach. I'm going to the house of God where they're still singing music, where they're still shadowing. There's lights on. There's lights on at the Rock Church. It's time. This may be your greatest moment, Rock Church. You've got to believe it. In the midst of the plague, in the midst of the struggle, in the midst of judgment, in the midst of it all, God is separating. So somewhere... You gotta realize in your house right now, it ain't time to get locked up with a sports game because you can't, thank God. You can't get locked up with every TV show that exists out right there. It's time to go turn on your spiritual prayer. It's time to grab the hand of your spouse and say, come on, baby, we're going to pray like we haven't prayed. Oh, I wish I had some children that would say, come on, mom and dad, it's time to pray. Oh, the lights have got to be turned on. We got a world that needs God right now. I told you, I'm going to lift your pastor's ties, his suits, his car if I got to. I come to make up my mind, Fort Myers, the devil's still a liar. But guess what? In the church, he's not. He's not full of truth. In the church, he's still a liar. I may feel darkness, but as soon as I come in, there's light. Listen to me right now. When you come through these doors, they're all, yo, you may be feeling all that darkness out there, sis. You may feel it all out there. But as soon as you come in, you better not feel any darkness in the house of God. Why? Light has been turned on. Divine light. Oh, ha, ha. 
darkness is simply, it's simply because there is no light. But because there is light, darkness is the absence of light. But if light is in this house or our church, now you better not feel no darkness around here. You ought to not feel the world around here. You ought to not feel the pressure of the world. You ought to not feel the intoxicated, blindly led world. I'm being set free. But, Lord, you need to hear me. I'm going to use your tie, Bishop. God is saying, I've set these things in chronological order. I'm trying to show you what you are. Because the next plague began to be the death of the firstborn. That you had to be willing to stay. How you need to hear me. Stay where the light was. Stay where the true light is. And it's only those that are going to be blood washed that are going to see you. It's time to tell the enemy, I choose to be born again of water and the spirit. Woo! I choose to have the blood of Jesus. I choose to... Come on, right, church. You got the blood of Jesus on you. You ought to be shouting. You ought to show the world. I've been separated. I've been separated. Don't be fooled. The Bible says either Pharaoh hardened his heart or God hardened his heart. Through it all. How long are we going to be doing this, Brother Willis? How long are we going to keep going like this, Brother Willis? If that's what it takes till Jesus comes... You bring all the separation you need to, God. Because God is more worried about you making heaven your home than it is about you having a job or you having food on the table. Will somebody help me preach a little bit? You need to tell every spirit and lie of the devil. I don't have to have food. I don't have to have my job right now. God will sustain me. Do we have any people in the land of Goshen right now? God will sustain us. God will sustain you. God will sustain you. God will... It's time to believe in the miraculous power of God. Oh, but I, I want you to really look how God looks at the plagues. Too many times we always call it the great plagues. The ten plagues of Egypt. We always want to determine a plague. That was the terminology they used. But you read through the plagues and you read later on through the scripture, God begins to use a different language. He said, I have let the wonders and signs come to you that you might know who is the great I am, who is the Lord of Lords. And all oh, you need to hear me preach right now. Oh, you got to stop worrying about COVID 19. This is a wonder of it all. It's time to let the enemy know. Woo! God, through all this, they signs all you need. 
to hear me. You got to believe you're serving a God of the wonder. Go ye in all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth, how many believers we still have here? How many online believers do we have out there? And is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. I want to be in the land of Goshen. I don't know about you. Guess what? And these signs, and these signs, and these signs shall follow them that believe. I choose to believe. I choose to believe. Because when I believe that in name shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. If you take up any serpents, they shall, if you drink any, I wish somebody believe right now. Believe in the power of God right now. This is the wonder of it all. I bring a separation between the believer and the non-believer. Between those that want revival and those that don't want revival. We are. Are you six foot apart? Do you have a sanitizing team? Are you washing your own hands? Are you working out your own salvation in COVID-19? Don't put the pressure on somebody else right now. We're using every bit of godly wisdom when it's all said and done. But I'm here today to tell you that I believe in the power of Jesus Christ. The wonder of it all. I choose to believe that if I still can cast out devils, I still can heal the sick. Oh, somebody needs to shout Jesus. You need to shout Jesus in your home. You ought to shout Jesus in your car. I wonder if we've got a few hundred here tonight uh, that are going to say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Uh, come on, uh, take your six foot. Uh, say, in Jesus' name, uh, in Jesus' name, uh, in Jesus' name, uh, in Jesus' name. How dare you shout right now? How dare you stand and rejoice right now? How dare you now that you're married, that you're not trying to be a little more cool, calm, and collected, Brother Matt? And congratulations, by the way. If I'd known that y'all got married this quick, I'd have drove down here. Oops, sorry, I broke the rule. Well, that's right if I touch any serpent. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm here today to tell you that. The devil, if he had his way, he'd get you in a stronghold where you stay in the cave and you never come out. It's time to come out. It's time to believe. The Lord's going to send angels to the church. He's going to send ministering angels right now. Well, Brother Willis, I might... I might infect somebody. 
Well, if you have enough Holy Ghost that our power is your infection, I hope you infect him with the hope that's inside of your heart right now. That you may be going through a battle of your life right now, but there's somewhere inside of you. Guess what? Whether I die or live, I know I'm going to go where the Lord wants me to go because I'm on the land of Goshen side. I'm going to the place that God wants me to go. You've got to make up in your mind, this is our hour. This is our hour. So go ahead, shout. Go ahead, rejoice. Go ahead, darkness. You're not in here. Darkness, you're not in here. Darkness, you are not in here. Do we have any believers here right now? Wonders is tied to the word miracle in the Bible. That when miracles, signs, and wonders took place, that was when people began to see the miraculous hand of God. Because he used this miraculous to include signs and wonders and the work and the mighty work and the omnipotent power of God that the world would understand how you can survive when a world cannot survive. He's saying this is how we survive. Signs and wonders, they are synonymous with each other. You can't have wonder without a sign, a sign without a wonder. You'll find often they're linked together throughout even the whole Old Testament and New Testament. But it was always God's way of trying to get the attention of God's people. He used these wondrous events to take place. You know what you need to come out of your mouth? Stop talking about the plague. Stop talking about the virus. Say, I see a miracle in the land. I see the wonders. Lord, you need to hear me. You ought to say, I'm not of this world, so I see the miraculous hand of God. Oh, and so you'll find New Testament signs and wonders were often used together. Signs uses miracles that it was evidence of God's divine authority that was taking place. And wonders were the unusual marvel. And wonders also meant the terror. The terror of God happening. The terror of events that are going on. Wonder of God is saying, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face. I will wondrously heal your land. Lord, you need to hear me. I would wondrously, oh, through all this, I'm going to show you where the hand of God is right now. It's a miracle, signs and wonders. Because God was bringing forth 
the supernatural event that man could not control. That through these events to the believer, to the one that brought his cattle home, to those that stayed in the house when the death angel was going to pass by, to those that made up their mind, I'm going to be on the Lord's side. He was saying, because you have chosen to follow the things of God, that I'm coming that the world would understand that through this, man will not be able to touch it. That's what the wonder of it is. That man's hand cannot have a finger. Oh, you need to hear me right now. Oh, he said, I, I'm letting you understand that there will be none like me in all the earth. If I were you, I'd put aside your natural eyes. I'd stop looking at the news. I'd stop looking at the social media. And I'd stop praying that you can, oh, you need to hear me. you got to be like that servant that goes out and all he sees is the enemy camp that's, in, that's encamped around them. you got to keep going to your prayer room. Keep going to your prayer room. Keep going to your prayer room until you can see beyond it. That there is a host of angels trying to bring divine supernatural events right now. Go ahead, clap your hands right now. Come on, if you believe it, you need to clap your hands right now. I know I preach it along on a Tuesday night, but you ain't got nowhere else to go. We might as well be the church right now. We might as well let the world know what are you doing here at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. I'm watching for the great wonders of the Lord. I'm making up my mind. I believe in the empowerment of God right now. Deuteronomy says, and the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and sore upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon his household before our eyes. The great temptations with thine eyes saw, and the signs and the wonders, and the mighty hand, and the stretched forth out arm, whereby the Lord thy God brought thee out. Lord's coming soon. The Lord's coming soon. I'm going to tell you right now, you don't want to know where I want to be if the world gets worse. You're going to find me right here. You're going to find me with a bunch of believers that have made up my mind. We're going to believe in the Lord. We need, we're going to believe right now that God is doing great things through his stretched out arm right now. Said with an outstretched arm with great terribleness and with signs and with wonders and all these signs and wonders the Lord sent to do in the land of Egypt. He said, I show it signs and wonders upon Pharaoh. I, which Psalms begin to talk about, he said, who sent tokens and wonders in the midst of thee, O Egypt, which has set signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. Wouldn't it be great right now to know that you believe so much in God? That if, and if this thing ends tomorrow or three weeks from now, 
the people are going to look at you and go, they're going to say, whoa, how come you didn't get in trouble? How come you didn't fight suicide right here? How did you pay your bills when you didn't have a job in all? It's time to be believers in this house right now that God is what pays your bills. Don't you stop being faithful to the house of God because it'll be God that pays your bills when you get fired for going to church. But it doesn't matter. You know who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Do we have any believers tonight? Oh, I believe. I believe the one. Jeremiah talks about the signs and wonders of the strong hand. God stretched out his arm and with great terror delivered the children of God. He said unto the children, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. I will rid you out from their bondage. I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgments. That's why if you're a Holy Ghost filled man or woman of God, you can't afford to sit back in molly grub in the house of God. I'm just going to go ahead and hit in the face right now. You, uh, you know what you need to tell that enemy that says, well, it's a little uncomfortable right now. I ain't able to sit by so-and-so. Good. Let this normalcy hit you right now and let God bring through you a wonder. Oh, y'all, you ain't hear me right now. You need to hear me right now. It was through signs and wonders in the heavens above that God said, I'm going to bring blood, fire, and the vapor of smoke. He said in Acts chapter 4, but stretching forth thy hand to heal, and thy signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. It was Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Acts chapter 7 is a reminder. I showed you wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness 40 years. Even a people that went to the wilderness because they lacked the faith, God still said, I'm going to still take care of you. The shoes they wore didn't wear out. The clothes they wore didn't wear worried about trying to find the next shoe pair. By the time this thing's over, they're going to be out of date anyways. So It's time to believe right now that through all this, guess what? Baby, you ought to believe right now the power of God that you're serving right now. That you need to stop worrying about, I don't know how I'm going to afford clothes for my babies right now. I don't know how I'm telling you how you're going to do it. The I would believe God to stretch clothes. I would believe God to do miracles even through clothes, even through baby food. If you've got to feed them that baby food, oh, that God will stretch it straight on you. Oh, do we have any widows in the house? You need to bring your oil. 
You need to bring your oil and bring the vessel and God fill it. I'm talking about supernatural wonders that are going to happen in the last days. Ah, devil, you're still a liar. I think it's imperative everybody online feel what they feel right now in this place right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, Rock Church. Come on. People are going to begin to feel the empowerment of God in these last days. If you really are the church right now, if you really are a believer right now, you don't need to stop doing what you're doing right now. You need to be enticed by the empowerment of the wonder of Jesus Christ, what he's going to do right now. Let the world see the wonder of it all. Come on, don't stop, don't stop, don't you stop. Come on, land of Goshen. Is your light still on? Come on, land of Goshen. That's what I'm talking about right there, right there, right there. God always said the church will be led of the Spirit. We ain't got time for intellectualism. It ain't got time to study the virus. We got time only but the things of God. We only got time to teach a Bible study. We got time to be in prayer, in study, in the Word of God. We got to make up our mind this is what we've got to have right now. It's time for real demonstration and power to come to the forefront of the church. Stop trying to figure this out. It's time to believe in the power of the Spirit of God. Oh. 
It's time for the men uh, that will lift up holy hands in this hour uh, without wrath and doubting right now. Uh, you need to stop doubting uh, what's going to happen to you. Uh, stop doubting what your next day is going to be like. Uh, it's time to say, I'm going to lift holy hands uh, without doubt, uh, without, uh, oh, uh, without fear. Uh, I'm going to raise my hands in this hour. to see. Uh, it's this kind of atmosphere uh, that they need to know. Uh, there's still people lifting their hands. Uh, there's still people calling after God. Uh, there's still people uh, who are searching God, uh, who are walking in the fear of the Lord right now. Worship like you've ever worshiped right now. Let the world know this is what I'm doing during this time. I'm going to live in the wonder of it all. I'm going to live in the wonder of it all. I'm going to live in the wonder of it all.
This is time for government officials to see the hand of God. It's time for city officials to see the hand of God. It's time for the world power to see the hand of God. This is the wonder of it all.